Zach Waddick is our next guest on this morning's show. How are you this morning, Zach? Yeah, good, Luke. How are you going, mate? Yeah, really well, mate. Uh, nice to speak to you. Uh, you're a, a young apprentice uh, going through your apprenticeship in New South Wales here and doing a, a super job, I, I might say, mate. Uh, tell our Thank you very much. audience a little bit about your path into racing. Uh, look, um, I sort of was always involved in racing from, from a very young age. My uh, father was a, was a sort of a picnic jockey and it, he had a go at professionals, but he struggled with his weight, moved to the picnics and, and then sort of opened up a sort of career and breaking in and, and that, I did a training stint for a little bit. So always been around them. Um, and then I sort of was only natural for me uh, to sort of follow that. And I took a, took a, you know, massive liking to riding the horses and being around them. And um, I wasn't very interested in school. So it was a pretty easy decision for me to um, leave school once I was of age and, uh, yeah, just head, head first into the racing industry and it's, it's taken me on a, on a really nice ride. Yeah, you and me both, mate, in regards to school. I had too many horses running around in my head. And what about when they'd try and teach you the fractions in maths and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, torture. It just, it, you'd be sitting there and, you know, <laughs> the teachers would be trying to teach you, but you're just, you're just not interested. And I, I never could, I could never get, get involved and get interested in it. I just would go home and, and be more, more passionate about the horses. I could never change that. So um, I feel as though it was, it was the right thing to do to leave and, and pursue a career in racing. Yeah, exactly. And if you're doing something you're passionate about, mate, it's it's not really a job, is it? Uh, clearly, you're enjoying uh, being out there, and when you guys yep. are coming through as apprentices, uh, you're learning every day on the job too, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that's what it's all about. I mean, um, you do learn something every day in this game, I think, um, whether it be on the on the race course or track work or or wherever. So it's a it's a industry that keeps providing knowledge, uh, you know, every day, and I'm grateful for that. We see you a lot, uh, sort of Port Macquarie when they were racing, um, Tari, etc. That part of uh, the Northern Rivers in New South Wales is that where you're based at the moment? No, so I've, I've transitioned now to Brad Whitup um, oh, out great. of Hawkesbury. Um, this is only a move I've, I've done uh, about five or six days ago. Um, it, it's been in the books for a little while, but we've finally made the move. Um, so I'm based here now, but yeah, I, I was based up in, in the Mid North Coast for. Uh, just shy of two years. How are you liking it so far, mate? Out there with at uh, Brad's in Hawkesbury. Oh, it's it's super. I mean, it, the stable setup he's got it's it's practically a, a stud farm, but it's a racing stable. It's it's a beautiful property, and Hawkesbury's it's um it's quite similar to Taree too, and it's quiet. It's close to Sydney, but it's quiet. It's um it, it suits me for sure. It, you know, it's a, it's a lovely area to work in. The Brad's horses. Um, they go very well. They're, they're sensible. They're well educated, and um, I've only been here a short while, but I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, that's good, mate. Uh, it seems the logical next step for you. And being a country boy, it's it's probably nice being in that sort of outer part of Sydney. I mean, Hawkesbury's 45, 50 minutes from the CBD. It's got that sort of country feel to it. So it's a, a, a logical next step for you. Yeah, it is. Like uh, you know, um, so far going to races with Gosford and Wong and Kembler and. I don't know myself. I've only got to travel, you know, mm. two hours max really to get to any meeting. And usually, I'm I'm used to going three, four hours max in the car. And um, yeah, it's 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 a lovely change. It's a lovely change. Thirty-two and a half winners for the season. Where are you at with all of your claims, Country, Provincial, Metro at the moment? So I've I've notched home me uh, six Provincial winner yesterday. Um, so that fourteen to go before we're down to two. 
Um, and that would include one Metro winner uh, on Oxford Vision um, a couple of weeks ago at Canterbury Night Meeting. Um, so we know, but we're focusing on the provincial. Yeah, so we know that when uh, you guys win a Metro race, that takes off uh, and comes off your provincial claim as well. So are you more focused on just that provincial level at the moment? You want to maximise that, that allowance there? Yeah, it, it's a domino effect. When you when you ride a winner in, in the Metro, it affects your Metro and provincial claim at the same time. You practically you ride two winners for the price of one. So yeah. it makes sense to, to sort of focus on going for your grades, country, provincial, then, then Metro, but... Um, it, it wasn't, look, coming to the provincials and, and being a fresh face, I sort of wanted to just get my name uh, around and, and was just taking the opportunities that were put forth in front of me. Um, so look, my, riding, a metro, riding Metro winners isn't my plan, but I just still want to just keep my momentum going and ride for the right people and, and um, hopefully just establish um, new connections. Yeah, terrific, mate. Well, you've got a good boss there in Brad. He does a super job and... Uh, you go to Canterbury today yeah, for Annabelle Neesham as well, the Hellfire Express, a horse that certainly arrives in town in good form. He's been uh, winning back-to-back races at Orange and Tuncurry. Yeah, look, um, it, it's obviously it's a step up in grade, but look, I'm not sure if, if the, the races in today is really that tough. Um, look, I think it's, it's well-suited in the race. Obviously, you can't beat a horse in winning form. Um, you know, it's, it's had, what, five starts for for three wins and, you know, arguably probably could have nearly won four. So, um, look, I think the horse is is definitely sort of proved itself worthy of a, a step up in grade today. And, look, uh, it's in the market and I think I think it's a ho- good hope. Mm. And you touched on it yesterday, Treasurer winning there at Gosford uh, for your new boss, Brad Whittip. Nice to hit the board straight away, Brad, too, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's always sweet to ride a winner for the boss. Um I loved riding winners for, for Glenn Milligan, Boss Atari. It was always the, always the ones that really hit home. And so being with Brad for only a, a short while and, and getting two winners for him already, I'm, I'm over the moon. Uh, the team's happy and, and so is Brad. And it's just, it's just providing a, a really good work environment for me. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, that's great to hear, mate. Uh, and you've had a great grounding up there. Uh, am I right in saying you started with Mark Newnham in Sydney and then you just decided to make that move to a country area to start your apprenticeship? I did, yeah. It was always yeah. um, I, I sort of didn't 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 know how to ride a horse when I started with Mark. I maybe sat on a couple, but um, I was really really fresh when I got to Mark's, and um, I was there for a, for a little while and and just went through my grades as a rider and riding track work and jump outs and then trials and then um, he gave me my first race ride to in my first winner. So um, mm. he helped me along a lot, and I, I owe a lot to him. And he was a great mentor and a great boss. Um, for not only me, but for all the boys he had. And um, I think I, I owe a lot to that, to where I am now. Yeah, absolutely, mate. He's been a, I mean, a former jockey himself, so he understands exactly what you guys are going through on a day-to-day basis. Uh, Dolan, Sherry, uh, those guys yep. have come through the Mark Newnham School as well, so he's done a good job with his uh, apprentices. Uh, tell me, what age are you, Zach? Uh, 21. Um, so that was probably about... Uh, December 13th, I turned 21, so we're only only fresh in the, into the year, but um, yeah, yeah, 21. So how old were you when you, you rode a horse for the first time or a racehorse for the first time? First time, I would would have been about, I'd say 16. The first hmm. time, the first time I sat on a thoroughbred would have been about 16. I, I think well, I did a bit of did a bit of pony club when I was when I was much younger, but it didn't wasn't for very long and. It's not as if when I hopped on the thoroughbred, I remembered much of it anyway, and it's not not nearly the same thing. So, 
um, it was yeah, it was a big wake up call. My oh, definitely, it's um, it's not easy. It's not easy riding a horse. I've ridden horses. Um, I've ridden horses. Yep. Track work. Um, I've never ridden in a race, but um, you, you've got to have that little bit of athletic ability, I think, too, to be a, a really good jockey. Uh, balance is a big part of it. Uh, you've got to work with the animal. You've got to have a, a quick-thinking brain, too, because it happens quickly out there sometimes, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does. It's. I've, I don't think I've ever. I wouldn't ever consider myself a natural, natural rider. Um, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't trust me on anything when I first started. I would barely be able to hold a hose, let alone a horse. Um, <laughs> so. Look, we've we've progressed a while since then, but it's been a it's been a long long journey, and it's just credit to the people that I've sort of surrounded myself with, and beginnings with Mark, and then sort of when he sent me off to the country, the the jockeys that you ride up there are they are in the country, but they are still phenomenal riders. I mean, the likes of uh, Ben Looker and Luke Rolls and Matthew McGarren, and and there's plenty of them. They're just they're they're really smart riders that ride really well, and you just feed off them. Um, and I think I owe a lot to that, to how I progressed through the country. And now being based in the provincials, you've, you do, you are in a different class of, of riders. And I think you just keep going for your grades for that and keep progressing. And that's, that's what I owe it to. The people I've surrounded myself with have, have really helped me along. Yeah. Credit to yourself too, mate. Um, you're the one out there doing it as well. So I wish you the best, uh, in the next phase. Um, been a good journey already, but long journey ahead, only 21. So you're going to have a long career in the game, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the goal to um you know to obviously I've got my own goals in mind uh, to achieve, but to definitely longevity is one thing. Um, mm. to to sort of just establish myself as a rider in town would be would be my main goal, and and try and stay there for as long as I can, and and just do my best. And weight wise, um, you're pretty light. What's the story? Yeah, yeah. Look, I've always been. Uh, naturally light, which is a surprise considering my dad was was never. Um, yeah. But I actually I walk around. Look, it would be anywhere from 52 to 53 on a, on a bad day. I'm 53 on a good day. I'm 52, and <clears throat> I'm running a lot more work here at at Hawkesbury, and I've just my weight uh, plummeted. So um, couldn't be happier. Having a bit of brekkie on the way to the races definitely helps. Oh, that's a big help, mate. Pleasure yeah. speaking to you this morning. Good luck today and beyond. Cheers. Thank you.